You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. November 9th would be the 103rd birthday of the late revolutionary Taiwan independence activist and historian Su Bing, who passed away on September 20th, 2019. I've been working on his English language biography, and I wanted to remember him on this day. In this episode of Talking Taiwan, I spoke with Jio Chang, one of the co-authors of The Oral History of Subing, a three-volume book that he and others collaborated on while attending the National Taiwan University. In addition to talking about Subing's legacy, Jio shared a more relatable personal side of Subing and talked about Subing's role in the Sunflower Movement. Welcome to the podcast, Jio. Thank you, Felicia, for uh, giving me an opportunity to to speak with you and all your audience. The last time I saw you was actually in Taipei, and you were acting as, I don't know if this is the right term, but master of ceremonies for Su Bing's public funeral, which was held at the Kadakalan Boulevard in front of the presidential building. What was that like? Um, what was it like for you um, being kind of the master of ceremonies for that? I just do whatever job they gave me. Uh, uh, the, the thing is, uh, as soon as uh, uh, Oji-san passed away, uh, you know, what I was thinking was that I, I would do everything in my power to make sure that uh, uh, all the ceremonies or funeral services were uh, uh, went as smoothly as possible and, and, and make, make sure that all his, his legacy would be remembered. And be uphold. So, um, so that's, uh, that's, that's the thing. Uh, and so one of the tasks that, that they, uh, they, they assigned to me was this presenter of that funeral service or the memorial service. So, yeah, it's, uh, your question was how I felt about it, uh, or what it was like doing that. Yeah. Of course, we all know how important Subing Oji-san is uh, and was uh, to to Taiwan, to the uh, political development, and also to the especially especially for the generation this this generation, my generation of of uh, political activists and political operatives. Uh, to um, uh, how important he, he is to us, uh, his writings, his his his. Um, Sort of um, his teachings and uh, how he uh, sort of conducts himself, and how he sort of uh, planned his entire life. I think it's like a, a, a very interesting example for young people of all the things that he, all the sort of uh, uh, the the adolescent uh, decisions that he made. During his mm -hmm. uh, when, when he was young, and 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 those things are uh, quite inspiring, I think, to the young people uh, even today. So uh, that service, the uh, the memorial uh, service for Subing Oji Sang, was was like that. You see a lot of young people, and you see a lot of older folks. But interesting thing was many of the older folks are more. How do I say this? From the masses, if I may. Uh, Subing Oji-san is different uh, from his own uh, peers of 
independent movement leaders and mm-hmm. intellectuals in the way that he believes that the true independent movement has to come from the grassroots. Right. So he spent an awful amount of time with the sort of street level Taiwanese. Now we we're talking uh, tax cab drivers. You know, taxi drivers and truck drivers and and small yes, vendor, yeah, small vendor, working class, uh, uh, an average Taiwanese, mm-hmm. and so 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 uh, the people who come who came and and uh, paid their respect for the for one last time also reflected that you know it's yes. uh, and 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 so that's uh, that's different from. The other independent uh, uh, leaders uh, of memor- memorial service that I that I attended personally, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, because you know national the call for nationalism or nationalistic sentiments, these things can be very uh, elitist sometimes. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it could it could uh, you, you know sentiments like this uh, usually involves. Quite a intellectual sort of exercise and sort of um, reflections mm-hmm. for in in order for one to to really get in the uh, state of mm-hmm. enlightening and whatever, right? So so yeah. yeah, so 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 yeah, you 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 see that, but you also see because of the very peculiar nature of Subin Ojisan's. A philosophy, or his sort of his sort of uh, 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 political vision. It's interesting that you see a lot of DPP politicians that come in. Mm. So DPP uh, to make it easier for uh, for our first timers, you know, uh, the, the DPP politicians are the uh, people like me uh, who are carry the uh, the. The, the party membership of the, the Democratic Progressive Party, and which is sort of uh, uh, currently uh, residing inside the Republic of China, uh, the, the Taiwan, the, the Taiwan current political institutions. We are, in a way, we are uh, working within this system. But Subin is the one that proposes. To be out of the system or uh, in parallel to the system, that he sees proposes that a movement, a political movement of Taiwanese independence, has to be come from coming from the grassroots, and that is the social path, right? And and also within the institution, we need to have uh, a comrades. We need to have uh, you, you know a, a, a co- collaborations from within the system, so together we can. Uh, uh, Sort of topple or the, or or change the whole institution into a genuine Taiwan state. I don't know. Am I am I getting you know? No, no, that's fine. I, I always remember him saying that there was two paths to the activism, which was either working within the existing system or structure of the political system, or working outside. And he chose to work outside of it. He didn't want to run for office or have any assigned position. So I'm very curious. Um, do you know what he thought about you and your political career, and that you decided to go into this arena? He was always very encouraging. Uh, uh, he, I, well, one of the things that he did in 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 his lifetime 
was that he made this political、uh, ideal of his into lifelong goal. So, so he he decided early on that he's going to live with this for the rest of his life. So he will find any way possible to sustain himself through life for、right. him to for him to yes for him to carry on this cause. So so he you know he 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 started his own restaurant and he never took donation from anyone. Uh, most during most of his life, you know, most of his his career、mm-hmm. life, and,、yeah. and that so, so on and so forth, and uh, but uh, uh, on 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 my part, on people who decided to go、uh, within the system, it's the same thing. Like uh, uh, you have to make it into a lifelong goal, and、uh, in order to pursue that, you have to make your own political、uh, career or pursuit、uh, sustainable. Also, because I have been with him for a while,、mm-hmm. so he knows that he can trust me.、Right. You know, like uh, 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 those of you who、uh, who go into the system and and work within the system. One of the things that easily that can be easily lost is trust. You don't know if、uh, your former comrade、uh, has not、uh, sold out or. You know, betrayed the 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 ideal of the movement. Yeah, and just for listeners who don't know, the restaurant that you're talking about is a noodle shop that's in Tokyo, Japan, in Ikebukuro, which he started initially as a food stall when he had to flee from Taiwan after his plot to assassinate Chiang Kai-shek was discovered, and he stowed away in a boat. Exporting bananas to Japan, and then eventually he did actually have to serve some time in detention. But when he got out, he started this food stall and made enough money to start a restaurant, which actually was also a haven where a lot of activists went there underground to continue their work for the movement. Yeah, just to give people some background. And that and that restaurant is has now turned into、uh, some kind of a museum. Are they still serving food? Noodles, is it still- yes. Running as a restaurant, but it's both a museum and a restaurant. That's another story. Like,、uh, oh, okay, okay, so、uh, in 2015, yes, Subin Ojisan has sort of he has he was toying with the with the idea that、uh, they wanted to close the restaurant altogether, right? Or at least just、uh, to give it to someone, like to to sell it to someone else uh, uh, altogether. They didn't. They 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 didn't have the capacity to、uh, to to manage the restaurant、yeah. while you know while he's sick、yeah. here in Taiwan.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so they they were toying with that idea, and I was against it. And、uh, I thought, no, this restaurant is too important. You know, it has yeah, to be. Yeah, it's a piece we, of history. Yeah, it's a piece of history. It's it's a place. It's it's like a. It's almost like a like a you know like a holy site. For for independence seekers,、mm-hmm. especially for people of my generations who 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 have not been through the most the toughest years of the the independence movement, but、mm-hmm. but we we still wanted to to get a feel of it, right? And that that restaurant is that place to go when we go to Japan. So so I I I, I talked to him. He he was still you know not sure you know they they were still not sure so I I, I so I just went I just went to Tokyo like、uh, that that very weekend and I, I and I started sort of a little campaign to save the restaurant please you know、uh, it's if you're a tourist which is like Taiwan has 
four millions of tourists that, that visit Japan every year. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Like the Taiwanese yeah. just love yeah. traveling to Japan. Mm-hmm. So, so I said, well, you know, if you come, if you ever come to Japan, just go to this restaurant, you know, order some food and, and order some beer, have fun and, <laughs> and also have, you know, make sure, let Subis Ojisan know that his restaurant is still strong. People yeah. still love it. You know, just, yeah. just please keep it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, just within like a, you know, a couple of weeks, he changed his mind because the, 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 re- the, the reaction from the everyone was overwhelming, you know. So, yes. so, so, so that, uh, so, so that we kept it. But, but also that place has to, it, it's still a restaurant is still running. And yeah. so it's like a four story restaurant. It's very small, yes. you know, consider yes. whatever is in Japan, especially in Tokyo, is so yeah. everything's so expensive, the land mm-hmm. and everything. So mm-hmm. the restaurant is not big, but it's, mm-hmm. it's four story tall, it's four or five story tall. And, and the, 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 the Subing himself was the one that sort of, uh, after the restaurant closes back in the sixties, uh, after mm-hmm. the restaurant closes, he would be making bomb. On the fourth or third, four or fourth floors, mm-hmm. uh, testing on the you know on the powders and then all mm-hmm. that, and, and the, 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 it was like a like a lab for him, and, yeah. and 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 those bombs resulted really did they really did send it send them back to town, but but because. He was never a, a malicious uh, a person. He was not out of malicious or bad intentions. So he would be bombing like a post office. After hour, after our whole post office, or or uh, a railroad track uh, after midnight, you mm-hmm. know, it's like uh, uh, he's he's sort of sabotaging the uh, the Kuomintang, the the authoritarian establishment without hurting his own fellow Taiwanese. But mm-hmm. he wants to make a point. He wanted to to make sure that uh, the, the people of Taiwan would understand how uh, there are always resistance going on. You know, right. The, so, so in any, in any case, so so the, the restaurant is now uh, still uh, uh, running, and uh, the third and fourth floor, I think, is about to become a, sort of a museum uh, of of his work. He's, he's, mm-hmm. He because he he wrote his book in that restaurant in, in on the right. third floor. Yeah, with, I was going to say that it's also the site where he started writing the four hundred years of Taiwan's history, which yeah. is a lasting legacy that he's known for. Yes, yes. So, uh, so, so that's that. And also, uh, today's the seventeenth, uh, right? And uh, it's here at least seventeenth here in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, on the twentieth of September, which is the uh, the anniversary of uh, of his passing, on the twentieth, his his residence here in in Xinjiang in Taipei is going to open like uh, as a, a museum. So uh, the plan was to have two museums, one in Taipei, one in Tokyo, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, and and both of them will be uh, a place for for young people to for people of all all works of life, yes. obviously, uh, to um, to have conventions, to 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 gather, to to study, and and to um, commemorate his uh, his uh, his uh, legacy. And, right. and all his books and, and stuff are there, so it's great. Yeah. It's, it's gonna open, yeah. and the president, uh, President Tai, is going to be. I think if if without you know uh, if there's no surprise, President Tai will be there uh, on the twentieth as well on the mm-hmm. opening day. Mm-hmm. The president and uh, Subin Ojisang also has have quite a history. Yes, uh, they had a close relationship. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is all really interesting news. I want to go back a little bit and talk about how did you actually meet Subing Ojisong in the first place? Like, what were the circumstances and what was your impression of him when you met him? I was uh, exposed to the Taiwanese independence movement mm-hmm. literature, I think back in uh, 95, 94, 95, to be precise. Mm-hmm. So before that, I, I, I have a very vague idea of that. I, 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 I guess uh, my, my, my parents were not uh, very keen on talking to me about it. They cared about it, but they didn't you know, really, really, they weren't, they weren't very keen on talking. Well, it's not uh, uncommon, details. I'm sure, yeah. especially in that yeah. era. Yeah, and uh, but uh, but uh, in '95, uh, something happened. Uh, there was this uh, missile crisis of right. Taiwan Strait. So mm-hmm. so uh, to put things in perspective, Taiwan was holding after 40 years of a martial law and authoritarian uh, rule uh, for uh, since the uh, 1950s all the way to the 1990s. Taiwan started to democratize under President Li Denghui. Who is also, uh, in a way, uh, uh, sort of a maverick of the 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 the, the, the KMT, the the authoritarian mm. the, the regime. So in any way, in any case, uh, uh, so uh, in nineties it, it opened up, and by nineteen ninety six they were having the first presidential election. And in ninety five, right. so so and and so the Chinese China, the People's Republic of China, China, China is was not happy with it. China was not happy with it for several reasons. Most of it was because having a presidential election means that Taiwan is solidifying its own sovereignty, right. and and that China could not take, right. at least on paper, right? Well, that, for, for during that time, well, China was quite more possibly more serious uh, uh, than the later years. So, in any case, so, so China started to say they were going to have a military drill, and so they 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 started shooting missiles to Taiwan, uh, not really to Taiwan itself, but to to the Taiwan Strait, you know, to, right. to, to off the coast. So, yeah. so, so, um, so, and and within Taiwan, there is there's such different political camps. Uh, there are those who are pro unification with China. Um, I wouldn't say they're pro unification. I would say they're pro annihilation. But, uh, and so, and, and, and also there are independent seekers and those, and, and then there's the majority of people who just wanted things to be the way they are. Status quo. Mm-hmm. The status quo is just like sort of de facto independence, but, you know, not, not, so, not shaking the boat and whatnot. So, yeah. so, so that, at that time I started to get myself it's like exposed to that literature, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about Subing. I thought right. I, all I all I read about was more like a uh, uh, Peng Mingming or mm-hmm. uh, an other uh, Huang Zhaotang, you know, okay. uh, the sort of sort of other schools of thoughts in okay. independence movement. So uh, and 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 because you know you were talking about you are, if you talk about the constitution, if you talk about the international sort of uh, the United Nations and uh, Taiwan U.S. relations, all these things. This will be Peng Mingming and Chuan Zhaotang's area of expertise. So you read about it. I read about it, and I was I was fully immersed myself within that independence sort of literature. That was then, and then like a couple of years later, 
when I started to sort of get myself into the leftist political views, that that's when I started to uh, uh, read or get get uh, to know the other side of the coin,、mm-hmm. which is sort of、uh, the more more progressive uh, 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 schools of thoughts in in the independence movement, and then、mm-hmm. that's how I knew about Subin. I think I read his book on、okay. the four hundred years of Taiwanese history、right. in English, which is about like it's it's not it's just like a sort of a like a really dumbed a, a,、yeah. a, a dumbed down version for for the、yeah. uh, you know for the for the. Unfortunately, it's very abridged. It's it's only a hundred and fifty pages,、uh, yeah. whereas the Chinese language version is, is about, probably about over two thousand pages. <laughs> so so、uh, so anyway, I I read that book and I I knew about him. I I I. I At that time, Google was not a thing yet, and I, <laughs>、right. I, I yahooed him, you know. <laughs> and、uh, uh, that was in、uh, I think ninety、uh, eight, maybe ninety nine.、Wow. Uh, I think. Wow. And I saw, I saw, I read about him. I knew about him. I, 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 I and 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 wow, what a guy! You know, what a man! What what a life! And I、yeah. knew about it, and、yeah. I thought, well, okay, so this is one of the giants、uh, that I didn't know about, but now、right. I do. And and uh, uh, but after and and at the time I was not even in Taiwan. I was、uh, I was studying overseas out 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 somewhere. And by、uh, in 2004, I came back to Taiwan,、uh-huh. and 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 China was doing something else again. China was、uh, sort of passing this law of sort of anti-secession law.、Mm-hmm. We like it's a domestic law, like、mm-hmm. China. Was passing, but that domestic law sort of stated、uh, how they were going to uh, uh, punish uh, those uh, who uh, who proposed independence or whatever. So in a way, like、uh, Taiwan on on the people on the Taiwan side, we we were、uh, not happy with with what China was doing solely for、uh, why are you passing a law that sort of uh, uh, sort of Uh, you wanted to、um, meddle with our own politics, kind of thing. So, so, so. In 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 any case, in any time is a good time to protest to China. So,、uh, so two、uh, thousand. I think two thousand four, two thousand five. I think yeah, it was two thousand five. Anti secession law. Yeah. So Su Bing, or Ji Sang. He was. He was. He was.、Uh, he he sort of started this sitting in front of the University of Taiwan University,、uh, University of Taiwan, <laughs> Taiwan University, National yeah, Taiwan National University. National Taiwan yeah, yeah. University so, in yeah, Taipei. So so yeah. So、uh, he started this sitting in front of the campus.、Uh, I think for the re- for for the very reason he he wanted to sort of get a new audience. As well, like he wanted to,、uh, you know, appeal to the younger generation of which is why he picked the university.、Students. Yes,、mm-hmm. so so, and and there I was. I I was studying in, at the at the that school at the time, so I saw him,、mm-hmm. and I remember it was、uh, one night at about seven eight p.m. Mm-hmm. I was. I, I just finished. I just. I just finished、uh, my dinner. I was going back to my dorm, and I was riding my、uh, motorcycle. I just passed、mm-hmm. by him, 
he was sitting on the side of the road yeah. with all this uh, other uh, uh, very hot-blooded, uh, you know, uh, people. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I could uh, pretend that I I am not seeing this, and I just go back to my dorm and prepare for my class for tomorrow, and right. not think about it, or I could stop and join them. And then I asked myself, "Well, would I still be thinking about this if I just go back to the, my dorm now? And can I? Could I? Could I just not care about this? Could I just yeah. not, you know, not yeah. not bother myself with it after mm-hmm. I just I, after I dish all this and go back? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. You know, I <laughs> I, I, I I might be up all night just thinking about how I should be here." And then, that's okay, so that means I should just stop and just join them, right? Just yeah. so I so I don't regret anything. So I did, and that was like uh, the first day of like nine more days of sitting. So you in, sat with, with them for the whole yeah for I the whole time. I understand he was doing a silent protest against the anti-secession law, and he yeah. was there every day. So well, you not sat with not him. entirely silent. We were ta- like me and him. We talked a lot. Like, uh, oh, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, because the thing is, uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, silent sitting and whatnot, like the whole day, it's not like, it's not always crowded, you know? Yeah. Uh, like there are, there are always slower hours of the yeah. day <laughs> where just there's no one else just but right. me and him. Yeah. And so, so we, we, we got to talking and because I have read his stuff, so I, I've got, Plenty of questions. It was, wow. it was like a, it was like a, you know, like going to school, uh, in front of a school. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> so wow. so yeah. So I have I I and also it was not me. You know, it was started by started by someone else. So there are also other uh, people that I admire that 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 was there, and mm-hmm. I was just one of the, I was one of the the the. the the, the people that follow him during mm-hmm. uh, at that time, so so uh, so yeah, so so that was sort of the beginning of everything, uh, um, yeah. and after that, uh, I started to um, to get more involved with Duri Taiwan Hui, oh, we uh, Duri Taiwan Hui, and then, yes, his his group and and all this all these wonderful people. Like I said, a lot of taxi drivers. And now for a short break. Talking Taiwan is the longest-running Taiwan-related podcast, and we are dedicated to bringing you stories connected to Taiwan and Taiwan's global community. Help us to grow and continue producing engaging content by making a contribution on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Talking Taiwan. And yeah, in fact, he had um, something that in English I call the Taiwan Independence Motorcade. That oh yeah, he would, yeah. Uh, go out with his uh, propaganda truck around Ooh, on the and the, with the drums and <laughs> yes, and with all the that. drums and yeah. the slogans and the megaphone and everything. Yeah, yeah, and and I think at that time, and I was uh, I was already uh, thinking, I I agree with everything you say, almost uh, almost everything. Yeah, he he said, but there's one thing I didn't agree with. It was the uh, sort of um, the method of of uh, campaigning, or the sort of uh, how uh, we should get our message across. So I thought, mm, 
you know what? Subin Ojisan is a cool dude. He's very <laughs> cool. But there's there's not enough people to make to sort of to to sort of magnify that to sort of、uh, toy with the with his image. You know what I'm talking about? What I'm talking about, Che Guevara. So、mm-hmm. we, ha- the, the, so Cuba has, or not just Cuba, but at least there is the image of Che Guevara.、Mm-hmm. He was representative of all the idealism and the,、mm-hmm. the, the rebellion and all that,、mm-hmm. all within that eyes of his, like all within that that image of his, and although、right. also his the story of his life, right? Mm-hmm. But Subin is also a legendary、yes. man with a great, interesting, exciting life, and、yeah. there's not enough people, especially young people, that know about it. And I thought, okay, because he was so focused on on sort of telling、uh, what his political belief was, there is、mm-hmm. very little talk、uh, talk about his this man, the man behind. That 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 political belief, right?、Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, maybe you know, the it, the focus can be shifted a little bit towards the man, so that more people, it it would be easier for people to to comprehend the the、uh, the his belief, right? Right. And and then the man. So 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 I、mm-hmm. think that、uh, me and several other guys, especially Lan Sibo, Lan Sibo is like he's a, like very very. Important, crucial uh, uh,、mm-hmm. figure within our effort, within our, our our own sort of little sort of circle of people that that、mm-hmm. work with Subin in this part of his this stage of his life. Nasibo and I and 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 several other people, we started to sort of、uh, writing.、Uh, we we start interviewing him,、uh, and and we I th- we we published、uh, three books of his、uh, sort of his biography. Not、right. it's not an official biography. He he wrote he was writing his biography for、yes. for the longest time. I think he 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 wrote it for two decades or something.、Mm-hmm. And you were part of it too. Like when I think uh it was uh it was at that time. And he I think he, the first time early on would be uh, uh, in our acquaintances he was asking me if I knew about Felicia. And I said no,、uh, <laughs> no, not really. But he said, "Well, you know, this, this, this very wonderful, beautiful girl that、uh, she's she's been working with us for for a long time, and you know, trying to get uh, uh, something, some written and all that." But anyway, and we thought, okay, but we we we've got our our own our own sort of、uh, plan. We wanted to interview、yes. you. It, yes, it it it, it, was, it happened、uh, by a surprise. The thing is, uh, he was, uh, I think, it was he was hospitalized in yes in, in some uh, maybe two thousand eleven or thirteen or something like that, and、mm-hmm. and 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 we all went visit him, and, and we were afraid. Yeah, he was in Japan, and yeah, he was, was very sent- serious.、I、yeah,、remember. yeah, yeah, and he he was sent back to Taiwan, and we all went visited him, and we thought we I I mean we as as the young people that sort of gathered uh, uh, during that sitting in two thousand five. Yeah, so, so I'm sure so, you really felt、yeah. a sense of urgency, and that's probably、yeah. what.、Um, pushed you guys to realize maybe you should write a book about his life. Yes. Yes.、This. Yes, so because there's there's many people documenting him his life, trying to document him、yeah. his life, but、right. um, 
because he was he 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 held it to such a high standard that it was almost never going to uh, be finished. It was almost never to, to be approved. Yeah, I know that it's a really big job. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh, so 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 we so we went and visited him in the hospital and. And we, I started just, I just, we, we, we asked him for his permission to record, yeah. but then I started to ask him like just silly questions, like because I thought, well, you know, other biographers, they, they, they must have asked him like all the yeah. serious, like the most serious yeah. questions ever, yeah. right? So I thought, oh, maybe I can ask him just something light, you know, and、yeah. ask him. So,、uh, you know,、uh, back in、uh, when you, when you, when you escape from your house. And you went on the boat, and went to Japan, went to Tokyo, and and started your life in Tokyo as a young man in his like sixteen, seventeen, and he and you are alone, but not without、uh, support from your family. He 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 has a very he 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 has a very well to do family. Yes,、uh, back then. And they were they they were spoiling him with money,、yeah. lots and lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so what 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 did you do for、uh, you know after school, like、uh, any anything fun? And yeah, that's you mean when, when he, he was a student at Waseda. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's the, all the fun, that's when all the fun things were happening. He started to tell us like everything that nobody has ever heard. You know,、um, note. Please take note. This is like back in the 1920s and tw-、uh, 30s.、Right. Okay, 1930s. Okay, it was a different,、uh, a, a different era, a different、uh, um, yes. a, a zeitgeist. Okay, so、yes. please don't do not use the standard of today, especially the standard,、uh, standard yes. to、uh, to 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 judge him. But all the students, especially college students, there are very few women in college. And college students love to just to、um, to go to the brothels after after hours, like they 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 would spend their money on on prostitutes,、mm-hmm. and and、uh, and drinking of course, and lots and lots of records, vinyl records, classical music records.、Mm-hmm. To them, that was like a. You know, it, it was a thing, at, at least for him. You know, jazz records、yeah. and jazz、yeah. and orchestra, symphony, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 drinking and prostitution. You know, <laughs> like a, it didn't like debauchery. Wow, you know, wow, you didn't you didn't expect that, right? So,、uh, <laughs> so that's he was telling us all all about all these things. It was it was it was crazy, but it was also a, a lot of fun. A lot of fun to just to just especially for me because I I、um, I guess I could I I I was very relaxed around him that、yeah. I could、uh, I could just ask him things that other people dare not to you know like for example the prostitution thing you know <laughs>、uh, I didn't、yeah. did tell anyone、uh, until I asked that question yeah. Yeah. and 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 also. Not just that, you know, but but、uh, all the other uh, uh, very very crazy things that he did back in back in、uh, as a college student, and、uh, and how he, and his approach to、uh, pursuing, you know, a girlfriend and 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 how things were. It was we didn't like he didn't tell anyone. 
<laughs> even even uh, his sort of his real sort of de facto wife in the fifties、oh. and sixties that was not told until many many years later,、uh, until like very late in his nineties. That's when when he finally meaning he never really、story. talked that much about her. Yes, yes. So you're referring to his well, it wasn't his wife, but his probably the most his partner,、uh, his most long, important his partner, partner.、Yeah. most long term partner, which、yeah. is a woman he met when he was in China, and、uh, she was Japanese. And、uh, when he finally was able to escape from China, he and she escaped together back to Taiwan, and、yeah. they ended up back in Japan, and they. They actually opened the noodle shop together. Yeah, yeah. For the longest time, she、yeah. was there for him. Yeah, a, a very yeah. great, a very、yeah. great person. Yeah. Are there any other stories that you'd like to share about him? Because I'm sure a lot of things. Came, we maybe we'll have a separate conversation, you and I, about this. But、um, when you were working on the book about him, like, what did you learn about him? And is there something maybe you think? Well, you already alluded to that, but something you think people would be surprised to know about him? Do you know about the KFC? Yes, of course. <laughs> but yeah, you can say that. <laughs> so yeah, so so well,、uh, during our time in the sitting. At、uh, the sittings, he was a、uh, he 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 has a, this a、uh, very sort of、uh, punctuate way of、uh, putting himself. Like okay, so every day he would come in at seven, started sitting in at seven, and he would leave by twelve at night. Yeah,、right? so, so you're talking about when you the anti-secession. Was when he, yeah, he yeah, was when he was when yeah 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 when he was protesting yeah. The, yeah. during the sitting. Yeah, seven to twelve. That's、okay. how many hours?、Uh, like twelve, seventeen、uh, hours a day. Oh, seventeen.、Right? Seventeen、oh. hours a day. Oh, seven a.m. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seven a.m. to like twelve p.m.、Right. That's seventeen、right. hours a day. Right. right. He only got up to、uh, for bathrooms. Yeah. And for lunch and dinner,、mm-hmm. nothing else. He will be sitting、yeah. there like a like a Buddha. Okay. <laughs> so, so two things. One, I remember one day it was eleven p.m., eleven fifty some p.m., like fifty eight, fifty seven or something. And very and close. Everybody, everybody was already packing. Nobody was around, and we were ready to go. And and he was still sitting there, and I was asking Ming Hong, the, his his assist,、uh, assistant secretary, I asked her, what is his what is he still doing? And she said, well, there's still one minute, you know, there's still one minute he,、uh, until until twelve, right? So yeah, and he wouldn't get up until twelve <laughs> until midnight. That's how sort of punctuate this this、dedicated. man was,、yeah. right? He's very dedicated and sort of very highly self-disciplined. Yes. And so, uh, uh, because this was not a hunger strike during dinner, during lunch, we would still be eating. Yeah. But he would order、uh, lunch boxes for us.、Uh-huh. So 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 everyone everyone else would be eating the lunch boxes, but we will not be eating inside the tent where we do the protest. Yeah. We will be sitting like it's like a almost like a restaurant, where you know the、uh, the employees of the the restaurants cannot be seen eating 
uh, with the customers, right? You gotta, you gotta go back in, you know, in, in back in the kitchen, in the back kitchen, and eat your your meal. So that, and I was sort of a little tired of of eating the same lunchbox every、yeah. day. And、yeah. I thought, oh, okay. How about this? During the lunch, can I just have a free time? I'll, I'll just go around and and see and and buy something like I wanted to eat. And I said,、yeah. no, no. Everyone,、oh. everyone will be eating the lunch <laughs> the boxes. The same thing because because right now we are all in this together. We are like partners and in 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 politics. We we gotta you know we gotta be equal and all that. Okay, all right, and then, and then, I saw him eating that fried chicken, uh, uh, uh the KFC fried chicken, <laughs> and I went, and I went, what, what, this, I, I thought we were eating lunch boxes. <laughs> said, well, you know, uh, the, the and then、uh, you know, his secretary is saying. Well, you know the, the, the fried chicken. This is his thing, and he was I, he was pushing eighty, I think, at the、yeah. time, like eighty some,、yeah. right? And it was just it was just surprised. Okay, maybe this is common for North Americans and Europeans、uh, and seeing old people eating fried chicken. <laughs> it's it's not common in Taiwan. I tell you that. Yeah. I tell you, it's, it's, it's just it's not common. It's not common. Okay, I'll tell you why. Yeah. Okay, conventional. Pizza, yeah, you know, Pizza Hut and 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 Domino Pizza, yeah, all these pizza franchises, yeah, they come to Taiwan in 1986 or 88、okay. or something, yeah. McDonald has his its own first McDonald restaurant was opened in Taiwan in also in like 1986 or something, 85.、Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, right. So everything that you think or Americans thought would is common, it was not common for Taiwan because it only came into Taiwan in the nineteen eighties. So before the eighties, did the fried chicken come around that time too? Yes, yes. The, <laughs>、okay. the, the, so the colonel arrived yeah, at、um, yeah. <laughs> the mid eighties. So before that, before that, Taiwan、yeah. we didn't have anything. Yeah, that Western food. Yeah. It, it was not. So yeah, the the the, the, the current the the current the sort of a, one of the Taiwanese cuisine we call it the, the Taiwanese cuisine, xian shu ji, right? Yeah, that didn't exist before the eighties. Bubble tea too, you know. Yeah, like a lot of things. A lot of these things are very recent. It it,、yeah. it happened in my lifetime. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it's unusual for someone from his generation, especially like he's in the eighties, to、exactly. be liking to eat that. Yes,、yeah. and and and、uh, and and he loves his fried chicken. Yeah,、he、loves. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, uh, you know, I I I remember I was he stood in the lunchbox and I saw, I saw him. He was also、yeah. you know be, be behind the tent and he was eating <laughs> the, that fried chicken and I said, well. Can I have my own fried chicken? And 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 they said, well, I don't remember what 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 they said, but the, 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 it was it was just、uh, it was just so impressive for me. Like first of all, I didn't know an old man like this in his eighties would be loving eat, to eat fried chicken. <laughs> and、right. second of all, I was thinking, why 
why am I not eating fried chicken? And, <laughs> you know, why is he buying lunch boxes for us? And it was, it was there was a good explaining for for that because most of the people that was in the tent are, like I said, the taxi drivers, the commoners, the 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 the, yeah. the, the common people, the, the the normal usual people, yeah. and yeah. fried chicken was just not some some uh, a food that you, uh, a, a a normal uh, average. A middle-aged Taiwanese person consider mm. proper meal. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a snack, but it's not yeah. a proper meal. Okay. So he didn't he didn't wanted to order to he didn't want to order a, a sort of a snack for a meal time for you know for 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 regular. But not for mm-hmm. me. I thought I would I would eat fried chicken any time of the <laughs> day, every day of the of week. Did he give you a piece of chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he did not. So in any way, in any case, uh, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was so much fun yeah, seeing yeah. that. Well, so his favorite food is actually fried chicken and, you know, as uh, Sprite. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that. He um, was um, very, um, but, but on, on, the, on the other hand, uh, other than that, he, he's just a, a very sort of a, a, very, a very self-disciplined yeah. man. He yes. was doing this almost like a like a like a religious leader. You mean the sit-in or you just mean in general? The sitting the sitting and also uh, the way he um conducted way his he, life. Uh, yeah, he done he he done, yeah. conducts his life. He conducts yeah. himself. He yeah. he he was um very uh like I said he he was very self-disciplined. Mm-hmm. And you never see mm-hmm. anyone that self-disciplined. At least mm-hmm. I th- I think that's sort of the old, old sort of Japanese educational mm-hmm. legacy still mm-hmm. on him. It's still mm-hmm. on many older generations, like very, really, mm-hmm. very old, uh, like mm-hmm. in in their nineties now. Mm-hmm. In this 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 very old generation of Taiwanese people, you see that. But on the other hand, because he's an intellectual, you know, he's also an intellectual. He's also an activist. He's many things. So yeah. seeing someone like that, it's it's just it's just larger than life. You know? yeah, so sure. that so yeah so 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 it's it's such an honor for anyone yeah. to have crossed their life with his uh, at yeah. some point. I believe we we can all yeah. agree with to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and talking about the book that you and Shipo and it was other National Taiwan University students that you all wrote this book together. Yeah. Um, are you satisfied with the way that the book turned out or do you think that there's anything that was missing or could have been done differently? No, we think, uh, I, th- I think we, we, we did quite okay as far as a complimentary reading yeah. is concerned right because the, he 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 would later publish his own official yes. uh, you know yes. uh, uh, sanctioned uh, uh, yes. biography yes. so so our our thing was more like a complimentary reading yes. uh, it, it, it was uh, and many of the lighter stuff you know the the, mm-hmm. uh, the how how he saw life how he yeah. saw his yeah. his his peers and Right. Uh, and more on the good side, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's many, there are many people who wrote their memoirs uh, and, yeah. and, you know, just to uh, bash his enemies during his life, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. not our book. I don't yeah. know about his biography because he, he, his biography, he did talk about, you know, the, the, those things. But, but in our book, 
we didn't focus on that. And, right. and, and I, I think I was, it was just, he was nice. He was nice. It's more, almost, more, almost like a sort of, um, a, a, a sort of a dissect, uh, a dissect view or, or sort of a dissection of life from the mm-hmm. uh, 1930s and, and, and 20s of, a very well You're saying to do. that the book that you wrote is more like yeah, a yeah, dissection yeah. of his life at the time. Yeah. Okay. Not not just his life, but the type uh, of but that the life time. Right. Of that time of a very of a of a quite wealthy Taiwanese mm-hmm. young man mm-hmm. living in Japan. What? Right. What was that like? Right. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, at that time, it was the most privileged people that could afford to send their kids to Japan. You know, um, outside of Taiwan to go to Japan and to fund their education. And not sure. study medicine. Yes. <laughs> yes, because at the time everybody studied medicine, and he studied politics, which is not terribly practical. Yes, because yeah, yeah. Not only do I say, not only only was it pra- not practical, it was bad investment. Right. So, <laughs> so for Taiwanese family, if you want to yeah. send your kid to Japan for you yeah. know for further yeah. for college education and whatnot, uh-huh. you wanted something in return. Like okay, mm. you return as a doctor, you return as an engineer, that's yeah. fine. But yeah. studying politics, what is gonna yeah. you know? We, we are a colony, so uh, uh, someone who is colonized who studies politics, what good would that bring? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, almost. Can and see then that. You, you, and then you see your your kid, uh, you and you, you see your kid who you spend like a large amount of money to to uh, to go to Waseda University and study politics. You you see he graduated and, boom, he went to China and you know uh, uh, joined the river, uh, uh, sort of uh, the resistance uh, yeah. war with yeah. the Imperial Japan. What what yeah. what? You know that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who does that? But my understanding is that his grandmother, who he had a very close relationship, was always very supportive of him and very generous. Like um, she supported his wish to go to Waseda. That was not planned, but um, yeah. when he expressed that, she was very generous and decided to support him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the the love that he has for his grandma and his grandma for him. It was uh, it was moving. Very, he has very a very moving, special very relationship. She was almost like his mother. Yeah. 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 Closer yeah. to him than his actual his own mother. birth mother. Yeah. 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 Gio also spoke to me at length about his experience occupying the legislative yuan during the Sunflower Movement. We'll share that conversation in another episode. He also tied the Sunflower Movement back to Subing. The people, the activists who mm-hmm. started it all mm-hmm. are also the very audience and crowd that me and Sibo were aiming for. Oh. When we work on the, the, uh, the story, uh, the, 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 the biography of Subin uh, Oji-san, yes. what we wanted, what I wanted, was to was make to... sure that his thoughts, his view, his vision yeah. on Taiwan mm-hmm. can influence the next generation right. of Taiwan young progressive right. Right. activists. Right. Right. And I think it was successful because before that, the progressive activists and Taiwan independence activists were not always hand in hand. We, they were, they, they, they were, they were uh, clashes sometimes, but 
-hmm. mostly they were just sort of parallel, you know, yeah. progressive issues and progressive problems. Right. And right. Uh, independence movement things, they're just diff two different paths. Yeah. Maybe parallel. But uh, but 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 I think during that those years of 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 Subin uh, emerging as this sort of symbol of progressive independence movement, it it, it really solidified that uh, sort of it's like uh, became a, a, a sort of yeah a marriage. Yeah, and I would say that during the Sunflower Movement, he actually became more visible because he supported the students. He went into the legislative yuan. I was with him when he went into the legislative yuan. Um, and then going back to the KFC. Yeah. <laughs> he actually brought in some KFC into the legislative yuan and then they be, he became known for the fact that, you know, he likes, he really loves KFC. But this time, he brought the KFC to, to like for, yes. for everyone, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there we go. Now we just, just came full circle. Yeah. In this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to thank you so much for, um, you know, reminiscing with me a little bit about Suving and the Sunflower Movement. Thank you. Thank you so much, Felicia. Thank you. I've been speaking to Jio Chang about the late revolutionary Suving. As I reflect on the time that I've spent with him, there are many memorable moments that come to mind. It wouldn't be unusual for our interviews to last six hours or more. And after I'd been interviewing him for some time, I was curious about the time he spent working undercover for the Chinese communists. He had told me that a part of his cover was living with an undercover wife that had been assigned to him. So one day I asked him, did it ever occur to him that she had been planted there just to keep an eye on him? He said no, the thought had not occurred to him at the time. Later on, in 2011, during his last visit to the U.S., I had the pleasure and honor of hosting and organizing a meet-and-greet event with a Q&A for him in New York City. At the end of the event, he expressed his thanks simply to me by saying, I can see that it must not have been easy for you to secure a venue like this for the event. Years later, I returned to Taiwan for a prolonged visit in 2014. I had the privilege of staying at his home and traveling around the island with him to his various speaking engagements. I still remember fondly how he treated me to KFC and Pizza Hut Pizza that we ate together at his home. During the Sunflower Movement, I went into the occupied legislative yuan with him, and his appearance there ended up as a cameo in the music video for the song Island Sunrise, which was the anthem of the Sunflower Movement. Fast forwarding to the last day of the occupation, as Subing arrived at the Legislative Yuan and passed through the crowd to join the throngs of supporters gathered there, people in the crowd started clapping in appreciation, and some called out his name, saying, Subing, thank you. I caught that and many other moments on video. I could go on, but these are just a few of my special memories of the time that I spent with Subing. If you enjoy this episode, go on over to Audible or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. Tell a friend about us or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There we'll list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Alicia Lin. 
Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.